What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I am your host, Zachary Sukardi. Thank you for joining me. This is session 15. Happy to be here for 15. This is my 15th episode, so that's pretty cool. I remember turning 15. I, I had great taste in music. I think I skateboarded for sure. I for sure skateboarded. Um, I had been going to punk shows. It was like definitely like one of the better years of like going to, you know, just one of the the inaugural years of me getting like really into punk and the scene and the local shit. Yeah, fifteen is cool. Um, yeah, so that's cool. So here we are, session fifteen with your boy. Um, it's May twentieth, <laughs> so it's five twenty, <laughs> not four twenty, but it's five twenty. So we we progressed a month. <clears throat> It's taken me a while to do another episode. That depression's a motherfucker, let me tell you. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to hit record and just start flowing like, you know, like I'm doing right now. But nonetheless, here I am and here we are. So that's that's awesome. Um, so going to go over a couple things today. Actually going to talk a little bit about my dog and how amazing she is and just some of the benefits of uh, owning a dog. I've been trying to tell some of my homies lately to, you know, look into adopting a dog. Some of my homies back in Jersey. Um, so putting it in their ear. So I thought it'd be um, a nice time. And plus, it was my dog's birthday last week. So I thought, yeah, this would be a great time to tell the story of how I met my dog and talk about some benefits. And, of course, I'll uh, I'll uh, start off with a little recap since since we last spoke. And then I'll do my music. I'll give you some fucking jams. Some dope-ass jams that I'll add to my playlist, which is on Spotify, the True Blue Playlist. Pretty much I just put a playlist of all the songs that I that I mentioned. One of the goals of this podcast is to share good music and music that, that moves me and that um, I'm happy exists and I can put out there. <clears throat> Pardon me. And then again, it's going to end with a poem. I'm actually um, going to read some poetry from William Carlos Williams' um, a poetry book called Patterson, named after Patterson, New Jersey. So that's a little run through, <clears throat> pardon, of what we're going to talk about. So yeah, so gosh, I haven't done an episode in probably like yeah, close to a month, which is you know is not how I planned it. But hey, I'm happy to be doing it. I'm happy to be here, present and creative, and just keep this keep this going. Um, definitely. Uh, you know, as I'm talking and as I'm seeing the sound files and the sound waves and all that shit increase based on how much I'm speaking, it reminds me of how important this is. And it's kind of cool because the um, the sound like waves are like multicolored. So it's kind of neat to see like your voice create these colors. I'm not that high, I swear. I haven't smoked like anything out of the ordinary, but I'm just bringing you into you. You know what I'm saying? Bringing you home. So. Just a little recap here. Let's see here. Um, I just wrote a couple notes of a, a couple things. Um, yeah, so it was uh, my dog's birthday, which was amazing. Um, very, very happy. I, I celebrated with her, and it was great. I'll get into that here when I tell my story about her. Um, so I've been doing the Zoom calls. I've been Zooming with some of my homies back in Jersey so far in the past, like, four Saturdays. We've been getting together for like an hour, maybe two, and uh, it's been great. I don't know if I spoke about it too much on the last episode, 
but it's been great it really it's it's so cool to see their faces and just to i mean we talk music and you know showing like all kinds of stuff from pictures to flyers to ticket stubs records i bought a bunch of records last week and it was cool i got to kind of like i guess unpack them with them or just show them it was real cool and got us talking music and man it's so fun to talk music with your friends you know your friends who are really into music just like you are it's so fun because it's just like no one's wrong no one's right it's just all how you're feeling and just the the way music like just um the way you respond to it the memories of it and it's it's so oh man like you know when someone's really talking about something that they're really passionate about it kind of excites you and it makes you want to just listen like really you know um really like intense you know really intensely and then you know just think about all the things that you know it's making you think about and sharing that it's so fun and we were we've been talking a lot of music so that's been that's been great and that's something that uh yeah, I, I really enjoy, and it's great to see your homies' faces, you know? It's great to show shit and, you know, be able to joke around and stuff. So that's really cool. I wanted to just share that kind of right off the bat. That's been something I really enjoy, so I um, hope to continue that. been noticing a lot of these memes, um, or I don't know, uh, probably just more posts, but they're these, like, sports teams and they'll say you know what does this logo make you think of and like i guess that's cool but there's some of these online trends that i'm just like ugh. and every time i see that one it's sort of recent where they show you the team's logo and you know they ask you about the player or whatever sometimes i'm like fuck this team or what you know i don't know some of these online as i said these memes and trends i'm just a little bit like yeah nah how about nah one I do like, though, I did want to shout out, is if you ever see people who post a picture and they, you know, it's of whatever, someone from a movie or, you know, whoever, and it's like wrong answers only. That's kind of cool. And then you see a whole thread of people, you know, trying to be creative and be funny. That I kind of dig, that wrong answers only one. You know, you really can, you know, um, tap into some really obscure shit and then post it on there and see if someone, <laughs> see if someone gets it. That's actually kind of a cool one. Um, and, hey, I, I also wanted to mention something else. I don't know. I just, like, kind of wrote a list of things I guess I wanted to talk about. I guess that maybe annoy me or just things that I just wanted to share and just vent about. Um, so I was talking to someone this week, and they had said something about first world problems. They were talking. It was probably something about, like, getting something for their phone maybe. It was something very, like, materialistic, but it, it didn't phase me. I was just listening. And they're like, yeah, first world problems. And, I, you know, I've heard that from, from time to time. And I am not a fan of that one because to me, a problem is a motherfucking problem. And I know people are just saying it to be funny and it's hip and stuff so they can say it and maybe get a laugh. But when it's said to me, I'm like, first world problems. I'm like, that shit's still a problem, right? Like if you were to look at yourself like the predator lurks at you and like, you know, you could just see like all your like heat waves and shit. It's still going to be the same kind of stress. It's still a damn problem. You know, I mean, I do understand there are differences between people's problems of having to, you know, decide what, you know, outfit to wear to people who obviously have to, you know, get their food and all this shit. Like, you know, I do understand there's a difference. But when I hear that first world problem shit, I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's still a problem, right? 
Like, we're going to get to the root of it. But I don't go so deep. I understand people are just trying to be funny. They're just trying to be hip and funny and stuff. But once in a while, and I think I may have said something to this person, and they kind of agreed with me. And I was very gentle. I didn't say anything douchey like I'm saying it now. But um, it was just like, yeah, hey, this is how I see that. It's still a problem, right? Like, that's the word that still remains, you know, whether you say first world or you know, pepperoni pizza eater problems, whatever. I used to have a problem eating pizza to get it on my shirt. So I used to um, have a designated pizza shirt. It was a fucking white shirt. Figured, why not, right? Might as well get a little creative. And I remember I would, we would get pizza. We'd get pizza a bunch back in Jersey. We'd always do it for um, whoever's birthday, my birthday, my mom, my sister. It was always our, our dinner. I don't know if this was a birthday one. This may have just been a Friday pizza. And, uh, yeah, I remember putting on this shirt. It's really cool. Like, I was just white shirt, and I was just like, whatever. I was ready to eat some pizza, and I ate a ton. I was in real, I mean, I was in real good shape, too. So, like, you know, I'm not trying to say I was fucking, you know what I'm saying? And I just remember eating so much pizza and it being like, damn, I'd probably put away, like, five slices like that. And these aren't those pussy slices. These are the real deal. You go to some of these places out here in New Mexico, and they cut it up like it's a kid's party. I'm like, the fuck, man? I want to have a slice. It's like three little slices here. Know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was that was kind of a, a funny memory. Oh, yeah, and I also want to say uh, all the music I'm talking about, or sorry, all the music I've been talking about on this episode I have in a playlist, not on this episode, on this podcast, <laughs> I have in a playlist. And my homies and I in our, in our Zoom call, we're, we're doing something similar where we put a Zoom playlist, and Spotify makes it cool where you can create a playlist and then everyone can contribute to it. So everyone, you know, can put their songs in it, and you can see who, who added what. So I don't know if you knew that. So if you didn't, you should try to do that. It's kind of fun. You know, you can think of different themes to do with your friends and shit. Especially if they have good taste in music. If they have whack-ass taste in music, you may want to hold off on that one. You may want to hold off on that one. All right. So let's let's fucking get into it, man. Let's get into it, man. I'm going to um, tell you a quick story about how I got my dog. And then I'm going to talk about some of the benefits. Just comment on some of the benefits of having a dog. These may be obvious to some of you. Maybe it may not be, though. Um, if it is, maybe, you know, just me expanding upon it. You may hear something that kind of clicks and reinforces something. For those who aren't aware of maybe some of these benefits, it may enlighten you to go, you know, man, these things are just so, like, lovable and X, Y, Z. So hearing all these benefits that this motherfucker is, you know, spouting out, I may pursue getting myself a dog um or you could just enjoy how much i enjoy talking about it so it's all good all right so gonna get into the story here Um, so my dog her name is lulu um she belonged to my neighbor deborah deborah was from upstate new york and me being from jersey we connected she was my neighbor for probably seven seven and a half years She's real cool. She used to go to the church that uh, that that I attend. She even was like a, um, she could administer communion. So that was cool. You know, I would receive communion from her and stuff. Like that was that was kind of a cool thing. You know, um, to connect on that spiritual level. And uh, she had this dog Lulu, and she was just a loud ass dog. Every time I would knock on her on her door on on her door fucking dog would just bark but she's so small she would just come out and love and lick she just you know as most dogs do you fucking hear something and they and they bark people knock and they bark for no fucking reason anyway 
Um, my dear neighbor had passed away last July. I actually was there the night she passed away because um, she had fallen and her friend um, who was taking care of her knocked on my door to see if I could help pick her up. And my neighbor was really frail, really ill. Pardon me. She had a lot going on. I won't get too into it, um, but she had a lot going on that uh, we I honestly couldn't pick her up. It would have been a, a, honestly a detriment to her health. So we called, um, we called an ambulance, and they came. And then um, I had Lulu since pretty much. I took care of her that that night by walking her, and I kept her in uh, my neighbor's apartment. And it turned out my neighbor passed away the following morning. Uh, God rest her soul. She's such a wonderful spirit, wonderful spirit. Um, really, really sad because she was a great neighbor. And let me tell you guys something. Good fucking neighbors are, I mean, they're, they're, it's just, they're underrated. They're so like amazing. It's like an extension of your family. I mean, you got to live right next door to these motherfucking people. So that you have good neighbors, God bless them. Like really, if you have good neighbors, like, you are lucky on this planet because there's so many wild cards out there. So many wild cards in our circle of friends and our family and our coworkers. Like, so imagine neighbor. I mean, it's just, you know, who knows what. So shout out to all those good neighbors. I think I'm a good neighbor. I'm a little loud sometimes and I say fuck really loud sometimes when I'm upset. But that's it. Like, that's it. I'm not like, even though I play drums and all that shit, but I'm, I'm definitely a good neighbor. Um. Yeah, I'm a good neighbor. Anyway, back, <laughs> back to the story. So my dear neighbor passed away, and I took care of Lulu, walked her and stuff, and I left her in my neighbor's apartment because I wasn't sure I was going to take her. I was just sort of taking care of her. Um, but it turned out that I brought her into this apartment because there was something where I couldn't take care of her over there. They had to sort of move everything out. So I once I brought her over here, I just, I guess, fell in love. You know, I did. Um, she's a poodle and then like a mix of something else, which I have no idea what she's real small. She's like, uh, yeah, she's really small. She's like 16 pounds. And, uh, yeah. So I kept her since, you know, I've had her since and I felt just so sad for her, for losing her, uh, for her losing her, her friend, her best friend and her, her owner. Um, and I believe before Deb got Lulu, she belonged to a woman who passed away. So my dog, Lulu, has been through a couple deaths. And this may sound weird to some people, but these these dogs feel it. They feel that connection and then they feel, you know, when there's a when there's a loss. So she was definitely depressed when I when I first got her. But uh I felt like it was the right thing to do. I almost felt like I don't know. It, felt like it definitely was like a divine intervention there a little backstory on the name lulu i'm a big fan of the honeymooners it's my favorite show it's so fucking funny it came out in the 50s and it's still funny and there's an episode where norton um, is sleepwalking and ralph played by jackie gleason is trying to help remedy his sleepwalking and while he's sleepwalking norton calls out lulu Turns out Lulu was his dog's name that ran away as a kid. So Ralph gets him a dog, cures his sleepwalking, everything's great. Um, and the dog was named Lulu, and he calls out to it, and it's very distinct uh, within the episode. And it always stuck with me, Lulu. So um, that my neighbor's dog was named Lulu, I'm like, oh, look at that shit, right from the Honeymooners, which is New York. You're from New York. I'm from New Jersey. Bing, 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 bing. All these things going off, you know, so. 
that her name's Lulu, it, 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 it really like stuck with me and that like she's my first dog that I personally own and take care of and that her name comes from something so nostalgic for me, so memorable and has so many great like feelings of, you know, of course, laughter because it's the Honeymooners and love and it was a black and white show. I remember just all these great feelings so that I now am the owner of Lulu and taking care of her. Um, it just feels special, you know what I mean? It, it feels like it's not a coincidence that, you know, my dear neighbor got 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 Lulu, you know, so many years ago, and um, here I am taking care of her for my neighbor. And um, it's been such a, such a, like, a blessing. I just love her so fucking much. And, you know, I don't have kids, and I don't know. I have deep relationships, but... I've learned so much about love from my dog, Lulu. And I know the whole unconditional love. I had dogs living in Jersey. Like, we all had them. I should say my family had them. But to have Lulu just for me, and just, like, the way she loves and behaves and stuff, like, really has taught me a lot. Like, I put up with a lot, you know? I don't mind some things. Her breath reeks. I don't mind. (laughs) She fucking pissed today. I was working, and she pissed Oh, my God, all around my workstation. I had to fucking take, like, an hour break, clean off all this shit. Not shit, but piss, which is way harder to clean than fucking shit. I wish she shit everywhere. I just pick those little fuckers up, flush them, spray, you know, dab, dry, all that shit. But, yeah, she pissed everywhere. But, you know, I still love her, you know? And, like, that's something that, like, is definitely a challenge for me when there's like something like that comes up and I'm like, oh, what the fuck, you know? So it's definitely teaching me things. And it's so cool that like, you know, you can get that from a dog. So I just wanted to kind of share my my story about Lulu. It was her birthday recently. And I made a big deal about it because what the fuck else is there to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Plus, even if there were no quarantine, let me tell you, I'd still make a motherfucking big deal about it. So I, you know, I... I ordered her like a jersey, a New Jersey Devils jersey. <laughs> she really wanted it, and then I uh, I got her like a bunch of these treats, and then I even like I got her, I gave her a little uh, whipped cream from Starbucks. I don't even drink coffee, but I, I, I drove through there and gave her a little whipped cream. So she loved that, and just I sang to her and shit, and like just loved her and talked to her like she's a human, and told her what she means to me and shit. Like, it sounds wacky, maybe, but, like, my God, like, it's so, like, it feels like it's, it's so, like, emotional, or, you know, you just, like, connect. You really connect. It's such a deep relationship. I mean, through this quarantine, it's just been her and I. Literally, I'm working from home, so it's her and I. So, like, it's just amazing. Like, it's, like, weird timing with things, but if not for her, gosh, it would be more of a challenge than it maybe already is with some of the things during this. So, yeah, just to give you a little background on the story of Lulu, who, again, I just love, and it's just amazing, like, the things that I'm learning and the things that uh, I'm just, um, you know, enjoying this. I'll I'll, I'll have her for, like, a year in July, like, around the 1st of July. I'll have her for a year, so. Uh, She gets a haircut on May 30th, and I'm excited for that. It's how life goes. When you're 30 and you own a dog, you get excited because they're getting a haircut. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, hey, that's a little bit of the backstory of my dog, Lulu. 
and some of the feelings and experiences that I've gone through with her. So, um, yeah. Now I'm going to talk about some benefits of having dogs like Lulu and just make a couple comments on them. Um, I just did a little Googling and found some shit. First thing is you'll exercise more. Well, that's good, right? We got to get the fuck off the sofa. You know what I'm saying? That fucking Netflix and that YouTubing. You know what I'm saying? So it's good that you exercise more, even if you just walk them, you know, just the piss and shit. You're still moving. I mean, yeah, it's not like, you know, uh, X amount of time with, you know, pace or whatever. But you definitely exercise more. And honestly, I, I, I shouldn't say that because I have a smaller dog. But if you have medium-sized large dog, you can exercise with that fucker. I've seen people running all the time with him, which is great. It really is. You know, I think it's uh, great to um, to get moving with him. Uh, and then second on the list, you'll feel less stressed. Well, duh. I mean, right? Duh. It should say under that instead of all this explanation. It should just say duh. Like, fucking A, man. That's great to know. That, like, you know, if you own a dog, it's going to reduce your daily stress. And it has. Because, you know, you go through your whole day. And, you know, when I was out working, you know, you have whatever kind of day. And when you come home, they're so fucking excited. They're so excited to see you. It's like, it's the best. It is the best. Like, I think it's the best feeling. And I'm sure that's how it is with people and some of their kids and family members. But for me and my dog, my gosh. When I come home, I'm like fucking, she's like paparazzi or she's like a, a teenage girl and I'm some some fucking hunk from Tiger Beat, you know? <laughs> she's freaking out. And it's the best. I fucking love it. I think everyone should get that. It's one of the things in life. There's a couple of staples and this is one of them. You should have that kind of feeling from an animal or a person when you come home. And honestly, the surefire bet is to get a dog. I can't really say that. And other animals or, or people <laughs> are going to be that consistent. Um, so another thing here, um, and this is an interesting one. You may detect cancer soon, sooner. I know you guys have seen those service dogs. I see them. I've seen them at, at my gym. I think this one guy had like a problem with seizures, and supposedly the dog could smell something coming off the guy's body, like maybe minutes before he had a seizure. Something like that. I remember being very fascinated, but this says that they can detect cancer sooner. Um, you know, if they're like sniffing around, licking. I mean, I, I, I kind of like this one because I mean, obviously they have canine dogs with the, you know, with the police and shit and the, and the, you know, the drug dogs and stuff, and they're always smelling all kinds of shit. So this is kind of an interesting one. I wanted to just share. Um, this is uh, so the next one. It says you're less likely to have allergies just because. Um, you're building an immunity to all the whack, crazy shit that goes through your, your dog. You know, probably licks her, his or her asshole, and you know, privates and stuff. So you know, it's not really, you know, what I'm saying. So there's definitely <laughs> opportunities to build an immunity. So that's kind of an interesting one. Um, and it says here it'll help your heart. Well, fucking a good. I'm glad it, it goes to the heart. You know, what I'm saying it actually like gets the gets the main organ there. Shit. Um, and it says that their dog owners are much more likely to survive a heart attack, which to me, if we break down in a small form, it means anxiety, like a small form, a small, small form. So that means it helps people with heart. So it can help you with anxiety. Hmm. 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 So the next one, this is another dull one. You're less likely to feel depressed. Well, I fucking hope so. I mean, shit, who gets a dog to feel depressed, man? This dog is depressing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that that's great. I mean, 
you know, they should prescribe on top of gym memberships and exercise and swimming and walking and eating pizza. They should prescribe fucking a dog, walking a dog, connecting with a dog for antidepressants. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see here. The rest of these just I right. says you'll grow old gracefully. Well, cool. That's cool. You know, I'm glad gracefully. Uh, next one is your risk general illness or your risk of general illness decreases. Well, that kind of you know speaks to the one before. And then last but not least, last but not least, you'll feel safer. You know, I, I, I suppose for bigger dogs. Although Lulu, if someone tried to fuck with your boy, she would definitely put all her might in it. I tell you, and that's true love right there. That's some love. So these may have seemed obvious, um, or these may have been kind of mundane, but I think they are very important to highlight because, excuse me, because uh, dogs are great. You know, D-O-G-G-O-D, I think I said that before on this podcast. Um, and I think one I, I may have left off, improves your social life, so that's good. I know if, I, if I'm in public, right, and I see a dog, I mean, even if there's beautiful women around, sure, I'll, I'll of course look them. I'll of course look at them, but like, if there's a dog, I mean, that dog has got like all the love in the world, no hate, no judgment, none of that shit. And you can look at that fucker and be like, look at this thing, it's the best, it's the best thing going right here. Look at all these people who are caught up in themselves. I don't even want him, you know, whatever. God bless them. But you see, like, I just connect. I always like look right at the dog, and it just makes me smile. It fucking makes me smile. You know, and I know when I have Lulu and people, you know, ask questions and make them smile. And it's just such a cool thing. So definitely um, wanted to highlight that. I think that was one I may have glazed over about improving your, your social life. So there you have it. Just a couple of things about my dog, Lulu, the benefits of having a dog. Um, and then just, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of positive shit. All right. So I'm going to get into my song of the week. So this song is a song by Neil Young, and it's called Try. It's on an album that he's going to be releasing here in June called Homegrown. The album was supposed to come out in the 70s, but he scrapped it for some reason. Um, And it includes this song Try on it. Now, he started doing this song live, I believe, around like like 2007, 6, 7, 8. And my good friend Tom made me a bootleg of a couple of um, a couple of songs from from recent shows during the 2007-2008 tour. Because I guess Neil Young played a bunch of older songs on that tour, and Try was one of them. He did it on the piano, and this song off a of homegrown. There's like guitar, and it's a little more folky. Really good, like such a great song. One of my favorites. It's so simple, and the song's called Try. The lyrics are so simple but so passionate, and I just connect with them so much. I'm going to read them to you here in just a minute. But I do want to just um, highlight that the live version of this song he does on piano, and it's amazing. I fell in love with the song. I mean, you know how it is when you first hear a song, if it's like done differently or whatever, however you first hear it sometimes is how you like connect with it. So if you hear it in the studio version or the live version or whatever, it may be feel a little bit foreign. So although I'm including the studio version of, um, of Try off of the album Homegrown on my, on my song list and then eventually on the True Blue playlist, which you can find at all my social media and on Spotify, um, I still wanted to highlight that the live version is just wonderful. 
I don't know. So you can go on YouTube and find. I think there's maybe one or two of them. The one I have though, um, I kept. I've not been able to find on YouTube. I forget where it was recorded, but it was during his 2007 eight tour, and it's great. I mean the lyrics and just the the piano. It complements it so well. Uh, but this version is also really good. I mean it's very folky. Lyrics are still there. The passion. Um, Neil Young's voice has this quiver and just like this, you can just hear it. You know, it's just one of those voices, very distinct. Um, the inflection, you know, all the all the things that like go go along with this. So this is a great song. I was well pleased to see that this song was being uh, released early before the album. So I'm gonna read you the the lyrics to it again. It's called "Try," very simple. Uh, here goes with the lyrics, uh, darling. The door is open. To my heart, and I've been hoping that you won't be the one to struggle with the key. We got lots of time to get together if we try. The waiting time is over. No man sees around the corner. Walking in the rain and coming home dry. There's something missing there. It's easier to care and try. And I try to wash my hands. And I try to make amends. And I try to count my friends. I'd like to take a chance, but shit, Mary, I can't dance. So here's looking up your old address. Golly, what a mess. We got to take the rest and try. We got lots of time to get together if we try. We got lots of time to get together if we try. I mean, how beautiful is that, you know? I mean, he ends it with, and I'm a big fan of when people repeat shit. And Morrissey does this a lot, so I love me some Morrissey. I love when they drive the point home and it sounds melodic. It, I'm a sucker for it. And in this song, it's it's no different. We got lots of time to get together if we try. I mean, very simple and very true. I mean, think about how much time we really have. You know? I mean, there's many different ways of looking at time, but it's definitely... There's so much of it that, you know, goes waste or you, you think you're so, you know, busy or wrapped up in things. And this song is saying we got lots of time to get together if we try. Perfect example of the Zoom calls with my homies where we, you know, you see each other and stuff. They were like, man, we should have done this a little sooner. And for me, me living out here, I don't get to see those guys. So I was, you know, I'm like, yeah, this would have been cool if this was more like in the know a little bit earlier into my New Mexico life. I mean, even still now, but um, one of the positive things definitely from this pepperoni virus is the uh, is that that uh, that that kind of connection. So you know, with all this stuff going on, and then just connecting with people, I've had a couple friends come by. You know, we're smoking and chilling and shit, talking on the phone, doing the doing the Zoom calls and shit. It really just really triggered, and then this song being released in the last week was just awesome. Um, and yeah. I love some of these lines, you know, uh, walking in the rain and coming home dry. Like, that's powerful, you know? You think about that. There's something missing there. It's easier to care and try. Like, I'm reading this, and it's even, like, conjuring up emotions in me just from reading this. Because it's, again, for me, so simple. But the imagery, just the word choice is just great. Um, You know... He says, uh, darling, the door is open to my heart, and I've been hoping that you won't be the one to struggle with the key. I mean, damn, 
That's some hardcore shit. But right away, painting that picture, very simple. We can all relate to that idea. You know, the key fits and, you know, hand, hand and glove, all that kind of thing. Um, we got lots of time to get together if we try. Again, he says, and in that first verse, um, yeah, just again, really, really um, powerful shit. And again, I, I love how simple things can be. Sometimes we overthink things and, you know, it has to be perfect, has to be a certain way. You know, this podcast is a great example of that not having to be the case. Just do it. You know, just stutter through it. Say what you got to say. You know, do your thing. Talk about your fucking dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go adopt a dog. Spend a couple months with him or her and then talk about it. So, yeah, just the song's great. These lyrics are very impactful, very emotional. They, they definitely hit close to home for your boy. So I just wanted to read them to you and share them with you. All right, so... Going to get into some little poetry here. Um, I decided to read from this book by William Carlos Williams, which is one of the coolest names ever. William Carlos Williams. Love that. Tell you why I love that. So my million name is William. Okay, everyone in my fucking Irish family is named William. So that's the um, that's my grandfather's name, who I never met, so that I carry his middle name. is pretty cool. Um, Carlos, if I have this correct, I'm pretty sure it translates to Charles in English. Carlos is Charles. And then my dad's Charles, my brother, who passed away, his name is Charles. So there's that. And then Williams, I mean, I have a homie. My best friend out here, shout out to my friend Tyler. It's his name, that's his last name, Williams. Not that, you know, but yeah, so all, you know, just really cool. I have, a, I actually have a great friend. <laughs> I have a great friend named Carlos So there's a couple things with this name But it just flows well Anyway, uh, he wrote a prose poetry book Which is more of a like a journal But still poetry um, And uh, he entitled it Patterson Where he spent a lot of time Patterson is, I believe, the second largest city In New Jersey next to Newark Very, very um, A lot of history with that city uh, my family is pretty much from there All my Italian side Like my dad, my grandfather and all that shit um, I think my grandfather came from Italy Yeah, he came from Italy But, yeah But he came to Patterson uh, And then just that There's a book about it Because Patterson, the Patterson I know Is very kind of ghetto And just like um, You know, a lot of uh, <laughs> A lot of crazy shit happens there But there's also a very beautiful part you know, and there's, you know, there's there's actually a, a place called the Patterson Falls. There's waterfalls right in the middle of the city. Uh, has a lot of uh, history, like I mentioned. Uh, very nostalgic in a way. Um, and it's it's kind of wild. Like I didn't grow up knowing anything really about my dad's side of the family. You know, until you know as I as I got older. And then here recently, I did some Ancestry.com. I got linked to Newspaper.com, which, by the way, is super accurate. I, I couldn't believe how much shit I, I found. But there was so much I found from, like, the Patterson Press and all these, like, local publications and shit. And it's just so crazy to see, like, so much of my family history coming from this city. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So this... This book, Patterson by William Carlos Williams Kind of hard to find I had to get this motherfucker on eBay um, I haven't finished it But I've read a good amount of it And I um, highlighted some areas That stood out to me 
A lot of this is prose, so it really doesn't go together, but I'll try to do some some pretty um, dramatic pauses or serious pauses between me reading from this book. Um, and again, everyone, thanks for sticking with me. You can find me online at Podcast True Blue. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Just wanted to shout that out. And again, thanks for rolling with your boy here. I'm going to do a little reading, some poetry here. All right. So again, this is pro. So this really doesn't have any title. It's just sort of like a journal and different kind of thoughts and uh, different kind of uh, poems and stuff throughout. So I have a couple sections marked off. All right. So here goes. And watch, wrapped, one branch of the tree at fall's edge, one mottled branch withheld, among the gyrate branches of the waist-thick sycamore, sway less among the rest, separate slowly, with giraffish awkwardness, slightly on a long axis, so slightly as hardly to be noticed, in itself the tempest. It's fucking brutal in itself, the tempest. Fucking brutal. Love that. Yeah, I love that. I love this line, sway less among the rest, separate slowly. Sway less among the rest. Some good words there. And then with <laughs> giraffish awkwardness. Slightly on a long axis. So slightly as hardly to be noticed in itself the tempest. Still brutal. Even reading through it twice, still brutal. Yeah, love that, love that. It's on page 21. It's fucking really good. Love how it, you know, in, in a lot of this prose, you just... It's like, again, like reading through like almost like a journal of poetry and thoughts. You just take so many different lines and stuff and it just like it's really powerful. Really just, uh, you know, you can really apply it to your own. There was my dramatic pause. Not too dramatic, but. All right, here goes. But, creature of the weather, I don't want to go any faster than I have to go to win. Music it for yourself. Shh, beautiful. Let me read that again. But, creature of the weather, I don't want to go any faster than I have to go to win. Music it for yourself. I love that. I don't want to go any faster than I have to. I don't want to go any faster than I have to go to win. Music it for yourself. I kind of love that. It's like you want to really like hone in on the, like, the finer things in life. You know, to win to me is to enjoy life, to just be happy. Music it for yourself. That means you can fill it with any kind of music you want. Music it for yourself. Whatever motivates you, whatever conjures up emotion, you know, get into it. We're in the age of YouTube. Type in whatever song you fucking want and just listen, man. Just listen to that shit. Really cool. Really, really, really dug that. Um, so the rest of these I really haven't um, read through, but I'll just read through some of the ones that I highlighted and see if there's anything that I can speak on. Or recapture with it. Uh, what? The green bush sways. Is whence I draw my breath. Swaying all of a piece. Separate. Living, living's briefly. For the moment unafraid. Interesting. I don't know if I said that word right. Living's. Livens maybe. Who knows. Who knows. Alright. Here's one. The thought returns. Why have I not but for imagined beauty. Where there is none or none available, long since put myself deliberately in the way of death, stale as a whale's breath, breath, breath. Love that. Why have I not but for imagined beauty where there is none or none available, 
long since put myself deliberately in the way of death. Why have I not but for imagined beauty where there is none or none available? Man, that's a good one. Where there's none available. That's a good one. Long since put myself deliberately in the way of death. To me, that just tells me long since I put myself deliberately in the way of death is like you're still going to gamble. You're still going to you know, go with it. Heartbreak, that shit hurts. Man, that shit hurts. But long since put myself deliberately in the way of death. Question mark. So, you know, we're not saying death like you're dead, like death. I mean, to me, it says that's more of like, you know, just taking a chance. Divorce is the sign of knowledge in our time. Divorce, divorce. <laughs> Love that one. Divorce is the sign of knowledge in our time. Divorce, divorce. With the roar of the river forever in our ears, inducing sleep in silence, the roar of eternal sleep, challenging our waking. It's pretty cool, challenging our waking. That's for sure. During my breaks, I'll take naps on my couch. That definitely challenges my fucking waking, that's for sure. Let's see here. A man like a city and a woman like a flower who are in love. Two women, three women, innumerable women, each like a flower, but only one man like a city. I can relate to this. You know, this is an interesting one. Especially moving around, coming from Jersey, you know, being by New York and Philly and Boston and all those cities and all that shit. And then just sort of seeing yourself, you know, kind of connecting with the city, defining yourself as a city, and then all the all the romances, all the all the women that you meet, that you encounter, you know, like a flower. Just uh, interesting, and I think they're you know very good choice of words. Like a flower. I like that. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Man. No flesh but the caress. All right, everyone. Well, that's it. That's it for Patterson. Good old Patterson. And there's actually a movie called Patterson that came out maybe 2017, 18. It's kind of like a day in the life of this guy there. Doesn't go really too many places, but it's kind of cool if you're into like the um, the poetry side, sort of a, a different look of Patterson. It's actually kind of cool, um, but again, very in the day in the life of, um, but really cool, especially if you're into poetry and you know the poetry that I just um, went through. Well, shit, that's it. Let's see how long I've been yapping for and talking about my dog. Damn, almost forty five minutes. You know, I wanted to keep these short, just kind of short and sweet, but fuck it, right? I mean, I'm doing these motherfuckers like once every couple weeks now. Uh, excuse me. And why not, right? Why not? Well, hey, I guess that's it, everyone. Thanks again for joining me. I am very grateful that you are spending time with me. Um, this means a lot. This is kind of a cool thing, cool way I can reach folks and friends and shit and just spend some time, talk about some shit, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Give you some real, real. Not be too scripted, but have a decent outline. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, have a great week. I hope you're able to um, go do what you want to do soon. I went and I bought records. I, me, and, me and my mask bought some records last week, so that was cool. But yeah, God bless everyone. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to hearing from you and talking with you soon. Take care.
Peace.